Today's episode of the Quintessential Browns podcast is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, spelled like sports drink, but without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you, but trying to not let the funk out. This is the Quintessential Browns Podcast. Just like some wild pit bull dog. All right, QB peers, we are back. Uh, welcome back to another quintessential Browns podcast. I am your host, User by Lee. That is our other host, or your other host, Jake Solomon. This was week 17, right? Yep. Yep. Against the Washington Commanders. And it was kind of a meaningless game, whereas we are not going to the playoffs unless literally every team in it moves out. Um, but it was still a game that we wanted to win because why not? Because you want to win. And we did. And it was fun to watch. So uh, I don't know. Anything you want to talk about to other people before we really get into it? Uh, no, it was just, yeah, like you said, good to get a win. Um, and good to see us make adjustments. It looks like we, we finally made some adjustments after an awful first half. So, uh, yeah, nothing else I really wanted to talk about. Um, happy we got the dub. Yeah. Yeah. Well, QB peers, let's have fun talking about a game that some of y'all probably didn't even watch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, um, the weather plays a factor in the passing game, especially when it's windy uh, here playing at home game. But um, it's, it's something that you got to work through uh, because obviously football is played in all conditions. So um, I wouldn't say it has affected it. If, if anything, it's, it's made it better. You know, the more rep, the more reps we all have together, uh, the better we'll be. Uh, I don't know. We just didn't. Just didn't win enough games, obviously. Uh, it's important to keep in mind that, you know, for us as we evaluate each game and go through the week in terms of where he's at and where we're trying to get to, um, the weather, the matchup, the injury, all of that plays a factor. So I think that certainly goes into our process. But I think a big part of what we're trying to evaluate is, you know, you see it during the week too. So it's decision-making, it's mechanics, it's understanding the offense. And I think we've seen a lot of that growth here over the last four weeks. So very encouraged by that. But certainly there's always an adjustment when you come into a new system in terms of what we're going to ask him from a footwork standpoint of saying, hey, you know, we're going to put this foot forward. We want you to hit in this rhythm. We want to take these hitches. Uh, we want to make sure you're moving on your progression when you're at this place in the footwork. And I think there's always going to be some things that we're going to teach differently in that regard. Um, and I think he's really embraced that. The more experience you get at doing anything, the more confident you're going to be in your ability to do it you need to be more like a dog we don't need a bunch of cats in here yeah, looking in the mirror do i look good i got my extra bands on i got my other shoes on be a dog well he's following mclaurin and that's the direction that wentz is looking and there's denzel ward looking for the pick plus 40 and it's going to be a stop here comes nick Chubb. what a move that was to get ahead of steam off a cut in the backfield a lot of Nick Chubb early in this game, and a lot of Nick Chubb yards early in this game. 
Another good cut and another good run. And it's first and goal. Garrett Wentz, deep shot. Underthrown ball, and it's another Carson Wentz interception. This six-year man out of Miami to Joku. Quick toss, Cooper, there he is, didn't drop that one, and slipped past the defender, and escaped Ridgeway, and got all the way to the end zone for a touchdown. And then clowning around as they often do. Here comes Garrett, here comes Garrett, there's Garrett right on cue with the sack. Watson, looking downfield, he's got Cooper again. The Joku downfield, this time he makes the grab. Commanders bring pressure, Watson. Finds Peoples-Jones, and Donovan Peoples-Jones is in for a touchdown. Two-minute warning. Chubb stays in to help with the pressure. Opening up Watson to find Amari Cooper, and Cooper sneaks in for the touchdown. Dotson in double coverage. Grant Dumpin had his hands on it, and it's picked off for a second time today. Yeah, we know we've been kind of light on picks this year, so it was good to bring uh, we get three today. Um, so, you know, whatever to help the team, help the defense. You know, of course, uh, you got to make the plays that come to you, if they do come to you, and I think we did that today. But that's all great defenses, they, they take away. Um, and playing well. I mean, three picks is, and an opportunity for a fourth is none to, you know, shake your head at. So, divisionally, if we can't make it, you know, we're, we're definitely going to make sure those guys can't, you know, we're going to do everything in our power. It was really good. Um, I know it was only three catches, but it was three big catches. Um, and I know Amari, he's still, you know, trying to get fully healthy. Um, but yeah, today was a good day to be able to, you know, especially the start of 2023 and what the future is going to hold for the Cleveland Browns. Um, it was, each week has been an opportunity for me to build my confidence and get back in that rhythm. Uh, you know, last week was, you know, we didn't go our way, but I think it was big to, you know, for me, the first time playing in those conditions as, as a quarterback for the Cleveland Browns, I think, you know, if not the worst, one of the worst conditions they ever played in. So for me to be able to go out there and handle that, especially in that last drive, to be able to throw the ball with those wins and everything, it was a big comfort to boost it in that end as far as I can handle those conditions. It's amazing. It's amazing to see it. Um, you know, I've, I watched it as a fan for a long time, really since high school, you know, growing up, growing up in Georgia and now being able to see it live and hand him off the ball. I mean, and he's a he's gonna be a future legend, you know, and, and and you know having that on our side and be able to keep that balance. So, you know, Brian Pass it definitely helps our offense. Way to compete! Hey, clean board on offense, zero giveaway. Defense, plus three. We come out in the second half, number four throws three touchdown passes. Mr. Cooper went three for 105. small percentage shot to get in the playoffs if they keep winning and he needed us to win and I was like, you know what, man, you know, 
I really don't care. I wouldn't <laughs> lose. I'm not gonna be mad, but you know, we can't lose to Carson Wentz. <laughs> and Carson Wentz pretty much made sure we didn't. He did everything in his power to make sure we did not lose to him. Thanks, mm-hmm. Carson Wentz. He was just throwing the ball. Was he? Did he have his eyes closed? He was just 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 throwing the ball. <laughs> he he <laughs> was, was awful. He was terrible. That was. I was like, man, I, I could see him in a Browns uniform. That was some terrible quarterback play right there. That was awful. It was really bad. He, I mean, he's a huge part of us winning that game. I don't know how many of our points were off of turnovers, but three picks, terrible decision-making. Um, I, I, I don't really agree with the decision to go with him over Taylor Heineke. Not sure if you've been watching, but Taylor Heineke had been playing pretty well, and he's – I think started majority of the season or at least like the last seven games or something. Um, so he had been playing pretty well. And yeah, Carson Wentz call it rust or just a lack of skill, but he did not play very well. And is a big, big factor in us getting the, getting the win. I heard those announcers talking about their coaching staff said they wanted to switch it up change their energy or whatever the fuck they use, whatever term they use with to justify why they started him over Tyler. Cause I had aimed my morning threat towards Heineke because I didn't think this guy was going to play. I didn't know Carson Wentz was playing. And I said, what? what? Why is this guy so bad? Is he like, is it in his head at this point? Because everybody said he was bad. <laughs> what the fuck? It's... I thought he was good when he went to the Eagles when he got drafted. And then he just been shitty <laughs> ever since a uh, dude came in and took him to the Super Bowl. So he just lost whatever he had in him. It's dude, it's crazy how, yeah, he had obviously the start to his career was pretty good. Yeah, and like you said, he had that bad year. I'm I I know injuries were a part of it that Super Bowl year that in 2020 when the Eagles won, and then yeah, kind of after it. I don't know why he's falling off a little bit if you look at his his numbers they're not that terrible last year uh with indianapolis 27 touchdowns only seven interceptions but this year with the redskins has definitely been his worst year statistically it's the least amount of games he's played in his career in a season um and uh he's at 10 or excuse me 11 touchdowns nine interceptions i'm not sure what's happening but he's not played well this year and um i i also don't know how much what their contractual obligation is maybe that's part of the reason that they wanted to go with him over taylor heineke i'm not sure but it's it's very puzzling to see this inconsistency from him um so yeah we it was a big help for us so i'm not going to complain it was good he did his part but uh we did our part too uh, Nick Chubb had some great explosive runs. I'm, I'm surprised he didn't get to the end zone. I know. He I was know. running his ass off. Um, Sean Watson, after having – he didn't look too much better than Carson Wentz in the first couple <laughs> drives. I remember talking with my cousins in the group chat, and he putting Watson with the clown face emoji, and I'm just like, man, because he talked shit. Ever since he's been back, he's been talking shit. I mean, every the whole every day, I'm like, you know, he's just trying to get back. He got to get back, man. Let him, 
you know, they let him work. He'll be all right. He'll be all right. And then on that first touchdown drive, I say, that was a perfect drive. And then he did it again to DPJ. I said, the group chat got quieter and quieter. I'm like, <laughs> looking like it's something. And he threw another touchdown to Cooper. And I said, all right, there's nothing y'all can say now. Deshaun Watson had a great second half. <laughs> it was yeah. amazing. He he did. He had a terrible. What did he have? Two or three completions in the first half. He was like three of eight for twenty three yards or something. He was. It was first half was pretty brutal. And then, I mean, he only ended with one hundred and sixty nine yards. But like you said, three touchdowns and you know didn't lose us the game and played really well in that second half. He had a few a few throws there and just also other moments where. Most quarterback most quarterbacks would have been sacked or taken a loss, and um, he was able to to get out of it somehow, some way. So that's what we've been saying. We wanted the last few weeks is just to see improvement from Deshaun. Obviously, it would have been nice if he would have put just a full game together, first and second half. But um, it was good to see how we finished, to see this team fight, knowing that we're not playing for for postseason. So um, right. it was good to see that. I will say this, as, as far as scrambling goes, that one sequence when he ended up throwing the Conklin was just comically bad. And it was yeah. like he turned a good thing, not getting sacked into a fucking <laughs> idiot shack in a fool highlight reel. <laughs> that was so funny. I just like how Conklin just didn't even like, he like tried to catch it, then was like, what the, what the fuck am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do with this? I can't touch it. It was so funny, man. Uh, But hey, you know, you you know the the clock is ticking, pressure's on, people are coming at you. You got to get rid of the ball. You're wearing white jerseys. You just got you know you see white, throw to white. So when it's third down, I write down what happens next. So it was third and eight, and I wrote the two dots, the whatever that's that's called in 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 literature, those two dots, and then I wrote disaster. Room <laughs> <laughs> sack look foolish. <laughs> But I ain't right. Yeah, I just I ain't right that. What the yard is going to be pointing from? But yeah, that was only like really bad thing that he did. That really, really wasn't that bad. Which is bad. And then we we would let them fuckers go on a ninety-six yard drive. How the fuck? I was I felt real good about them getting the ball at the four, and they fucking took it all the way down. <laughs> mm -hmm. And the the defense have been playing all right all in all that game with the exception of that drive even then you know it was just a weak qb sneak that they got in but our defense played pretty well again i think some credit goes to carson wentz shout out to carson wentz but uh our defense did pretty well we were getting some pressure grant delpit man he's been putting a string of games together looking like a pretty competent defensive player it's been nice to yeah, see yeah, and Denzel Ward got another pick, trying to earn that paycheck. That's been nice to see too. All in all, we won a game that we really didn't 
care if we won or not, but we won it, and nobody really got hurt, which was great. So it was a win-win, and it was dope. So here we go. Surprising and disappointing players for the week. Surprising and disappointing players for week 17. Um, you said it. Uh, I'm going to take your idea. Uh, surprising was uh, old Greg Delbert, and he looked – Sort of like the guy we thought he was going to be out of LSU. Well, not sort of. He looked like the guy we thought we was going to get out of LSU because LSU was supposed to be this, you know, they, they hollow ground of safeties and corner and secondary and all that shit. Even, yeah, he's a pretty good offensive player. But, um, yeah, so we thought we was getting this guy and Greedy. Did, did we trade Greedy? Like, I don't even – he even pop up anymore? Like, but anyway. Yeah. We didn't trade Greedy, I don't think. I think I saw him on the bench, maybe. But yeah, he, he really has not. No, he he played. He played a little bit. All right. Well, Delpit was our, was my surprising player to get. He was out there. He was busting his ass. Yeah, I'll go with I'll go with uh, Delpit as well. I can't. I I wonder who the last. I mean, it's probably Denzel Ward. The last. Uh, defensive player to have two interceptions in a game for the Browns. So, um, again, not that uh, he couldn't do it, but I was surprised that he got two of them. And one was definitely like a a more instinctive play that he had to make on the ball. So, yeah. it was uh, – yeah, that was great to see. Didn't didn't really think he would get two just because, again, the, the Browns' defense all in all has just not been a turnover machine this season. So, um, that was also just surprising, I think, as well, how how well the defense played as a whole. Um, but I still want Joe Woods gone. But uh, either way, yeah, Grant Delpit, that's my pick. Um, all right. Uh, uh, so disappointing. What disappointed me? I wouldn't say a player since we won, but I will say I was disappointed. Man, what was I disappointed in a, in a, in a win in a, a meeting in a game? Maybe this will – fuck it. Same thing I was in last week. Nick Chubb did not score after mm-hmm. running all over these clowns. He still couldn't find a way. Even all those short yardage situations, they didn't give him the ball. We threw it from, from the five and all that type of shit. So, yeah, I'm disappointed that Kevin Spansky didn't let Nick Chubb run no balls in the end zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say – I you know, I would say – Maybe I put on Stefanski a little bit. There are some still still some questionable play calls. That one QB draw we did on fourth and goal, that was too far from – that's not the look I would have gone with unless they maybe had like a quarter defense or something or three down linemen, but they were ready for that. They weren't – especially with Watson being kind of elusive, um, it just didn't seem like the right call. And, of course, we got stuffed. So I didn't – I didn't love that play call, so I guess I'll go with Stefanski and his play calling slash yeah. first half. Yeah, that was dumbass. Wasn't it like a third and super long? And he did like a pitch or a slant or some shit like that. Uh, maybe. But like, but like two or three yards we gained, and we need it was like third and fifteen or something like that. Something like that. It was crazy. It was yeah. early in the. Mhm. So what the fuck is he thinking about? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's had some he's had some questionable play calls. Um yeah, that's where 
they've got to shake things up somehow. And I don't know if it's like just getting an offensive coordinator that's going to call the plays, but I don't know if Stefanski wants that. And I don't know if, you know, cause he, he's an offensive mind and I don't know. I don't know how, I don't know how he feels about that or if he's, if he can humble himself and say, all right, we clearly need some help here, but we'll see. That's a conversation for another day. But, yeah, I'd say Stefanski is probably my disappointing player slash person or coach. That makes sense. Uh, and I win pretty good picks. Metal for the week for week 17 against the Washington Commanders. Let's see, a game that – it started off kind of low, but we never was really threatened. Like, even though they kept getting the ball and Sean Watts started off looking kind of shaky, I never really felt like these guys had a chance. Turns out I was right. We was right. We beat them. It was easy. Um, so this was like, okay, I compare it to another sport. This was like showing up to the court. And, you know, there's some guys up there. There's about four guys up there. So it, it really ain't enough to have a, a good game. So we're just going to play 21 and 33 or some shit like that. And then the one guy, we're like, no, nah, you know what? Let's play two on two. Uh, let's just shoot for teams. And it's like, all right, fuck it. You seen how everybody shoot? They don't shoot particularly good. One guy's all right. He kind of got a regular form, but he ain't really worried about him. He ended up on another team. So it's like, cool. So then it's like two on two. You and some guy against another guy and another guy. You don't know how these guys go whatever. You confidently can win. But somehow, this other guy that was shooting a little bit is starting to shoot better. And he's scoring. And he is busting your other guy's ass. And you're like, what's going on? And then man, switch up. And then you switch up. <laughs> and then. From the rest of the game, that dude don't score. You just go to the hole. You might have elbowed him a couple times just to let him know that he didn't even have to elbow him. It was like an offensive elbow, like a foul elbow, but you mm-hmm. didn't want to let him know. But like, don't even think that you did good, man. As a matter of fact, he threw some blood. I mean, he, he ain't fight back because he wasn't. Like, he, right. he was a little older than him. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he like 15. <laughs> so they can see you're a grown man. And yeah. then, you know, go in the game. Everything is cool. You're going your own way because he never really was a threat. He was going to win this whole time. He was all right, but never really was a threat. And that's how he threat. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, that was, that was perfect. Uh, and you went home and fucked the girl. And you went home for fucked <laughs> Got to. Got to have it. Uh, I would say this game was, uh, let's see. This game was like, um, Let's see, winnable game. Uh, we did our, we we helped ourselves. We made some plays to to score, but we had a lot of help from the opponent, also creating turnovers. So taking advantage of your opponent's mistakes. So I like I like the direction you had. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think of a, a great metaphor for this. Uh, okay, taking advantage of your opponent's mistakes. Uh, I guess this would be like um, like maybe winning a prize in a classroom, maybe an elementary school. The person with like the the highest grade on the test uh, gets to go on a nice like ice cream retreat to McDonald's. And what was was nice is that the rest of the classroom they 
keep missing all the answers. They don't put their name on it. You have to put your name on the test. Everybody knows that. But they don't put their name on it, so you're missing points for that. You don't you don't get to put uh, you don't get the right answer for the easiest questions, simple, true or false. They missed all those, and you're just kind of you know picking up the pieces, very easy questions, and and you just kind of knock just- it out of the park, and everybody else just kind of fails this real easy test. So you kind of got lucky. You might have only got one right, but everybody else got zero right. So you know what? Win, and now you get to go to McDonald's and get some free ice cream. There you go. So we got an ice cream trip and a fucking (laughs) easy game of two on two. All right. Hopes and previews for the final week of the 2022 season against our favorite team to beat when we do beat them, the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, Statman, what's their record going in? They are eight and eight. They're 500. Oh, and shit. yeah, and so what's interesting about this game is that if we, well, two things. One, if we beat them, potentially we we would be the reason that they are out of the playoffs. I, I think they need some help. I think they need like the Dolphins to lose or the Patriots to lose. Um, they need some help, but we could potentially knock them out of the playoffs. Um, and also the other uh, fun stat Again, Mike Tomlin has never had a losing record. So that's also on the line right here. And like, again, like I've always respected Mike Tomlin. I think what he's done with his current team, you know, they have a better record than we do. And you can argue that we have more talent on our mm-hmm. team. So sure. um, it should be a good game. I think that unfortunately the Steelers drafted pretty well. I think, uh, What's his name? Kenny Pickett, their quarterback, is probably their quarterback of the future. He looks really good, um, as well as um, uh, George Pickens, their their wide receiver. He's he's also a pretty solid player. So they've got some good young pieces there, but I'm hoping, hoping, I got four out of five stars of hope that we can beat them. And I think that our guys are going to get up for this game. I, I like seeing that we didn't quit last week. And so kind of a lot on this game. And, you know, I've been saying it. I want to sweep the Steelers. I don't know when the last time we've done it. I don't know if we've done it since we've been back in 99. I feel like we split the series, but I don't know the last time we have beat them yeah, uh, or swept right. them. So yeah. um, I would love, 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 love if we can sweep the Steelers. That would be I mean, that this is our Super Bowl, as it normally is every year, yeah. playing the Steelers. So, um, that Especially is last. Yep. Yep. I would, yeah, I'd love to not be the basement of the AFC North. So, I'm hoping we can win. I'm confident we can. But, yeah, you definitely can't look past the Steelers. And um, I'm hoping we can pull this one out. Yeah, I'm going to give it – I'm going to give it four out of five hopes, too, because – Actually, 4.25 hopes. Oh, wow. Very confident. Very confident. Yeah, using, using the star search rating <laughs> system. Um, yeah, man, because Miles Garrett is inspired um, to, to add to his sack list. Fucking, I'm sure Nick Chubb want to add to his, his season because I don't know who the fuck this Raiders guy is who leading the league in rushing. I literally never heard of him until yesterday when they showed the fucking 
stat chart on the TV. I'm like, who the fuck? I'm hip to King James and all, or King Henry and all that shit, but who the yeah. fuck is this? Fuck is this dude leading mm-hmm. the league in rushing? So yeah, yeah, we gotta. We gotta to, to be fair, he does have. 20, 30, 33 more carries. So he's got like the oh. second. Oh no, he has he has the most carries in the league. Nick Chubb is at the fourth most uh carries. Because of that couple those couple games in a row where Nick was kind of over like forgotten about, and that's what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough for Chubb to get the the rushing unless he goes off, which I just don't anticipate given the Steelers defense. I don't, I don't see that happening, but if he goes off and somehow Josh Jacobs is contained a little bit in Vegas, um, you know, maybe he'll have a chance, but yeah, he's, I mean, right now he would need 150 some yards just to catch up to Josh Jacobs, but yeah, he would need to have. That's what the other dude running one yard, one more yard. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's cool. We know we know who we rather have who any team would rather have. So QB Pierce, we hope we got a lot of hope in this one. So let's do it. Fuck the Steelers for life. Never ever cheer for the Steelers, and that will be good to make them eight and nine, just like us. All right, our new favorite segment this year. Our newest segment. Is Joe Wood still our defensive coordinator and coordinator and other things? Well, after a three interception, two sack, um, the running back didn't really run all over us like I thought. And I just realized that was the guy that got shot. So that was like, oh, that yeah. was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was cool to see him back out there. But yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, I would guess. This this kind of helped his case, if but it, he gonna try to bring it up off, off after the season, like in the meetings, like see what I did against Washington. <laughs> like man, you know damn well that shit don't matter. <laughs> yeah, he. I mean, he he does have his job, and we both know, like he. I mean, it'd be kind of funny if he lost it in between this week and next. But outside of that happening, he'll probably have his job. Um, and I mean, the defense, I guess, has been playing better i guess as of late we gave up 10 points this week gave up 17 last week to the saints gave up only three to the ravens so within the last three weeks you know that that's pretty good three 17 and 10 um you know it's definitely lower than the scores that we were allowing prior to that so um yeah he has his job for now but um yeah still a lot of improvements need to be made yeah, and the same thing with Stefanski. So it's going to be interesting to see if we go after somebody else or let him stay. Uh, as far as other things, do I have any other things? Uh, no, just just good to see Deshaun Watson slowly turn into himself. And like I said, I can tell by the lack of chatter in my group chat that he <laughs> is coming back to himself. And that's good to see. Uh, they showed him. I was watching him mic'd up. And me and Jill was watching it, and like, it was against the Saints. And even though we lost that game, when he scored that touchdown and jumped into the crowd and gave the football to the fan, I was like, that's how you win the fans back. Like, that's, you can change everybody. I don't know how many football you got to give away, 
But you got at least one guy. You got at least one guy saying, you know what, man, that Deshaun Watson ain't so bad. That that would be funny if that's uh like his PR team telling him to do everything like that. Yeah, you gotta give you gotta give football away to a a fan, little little kid, every every a baby, every game. You just gotta give the ball to a baby. And I'm sure it'll help. I mean, he really should. He really should. You know. That's so, a good idea. We should contact mm-hmm. him. Yep. Final thoughts for week 17 against the Washington Commanders. Well, I'm really glad we could beat we beat those fuckers with this horrible name and the shitty uniforms. And the, I ain't gonna really shit on that color scheme. I wouldn't mind having burgundy and yellow. <laughs> but no, it's not better than brown and orange. But um, yeah, fucking. I'm just glad we beat them. Like I say, the game really didn't matter, but you still don't want to. You still want to have Victory Monday, no matter what. So we had we had the Victory Monday to start the year off. It's a nice way to, little positive way to start the year, and maybe we can, uh, you know, keep that going to next season. Like remember how we won the beginning of the year? Let's win beginning of the season. I don't know. I don't know how it correlate, but it was good. It was good to win. (laughs) Yeah. It would uh, it'd be really nice if we could be we would if we potentially win a you know the last three or four if we beat the Steelers that'd be nice to go out on but um, uh, yeah back to just final thoughts of the Commanders game good to see Chubb get his carries rush for what, 120 or some yards or whatever um, and yeah again like we said we want to see progress with Deshaun and we were able to see that at least in the second half, and I hope that carries over to our game against the Steelers. So um, I'm hopeful moving forward. But, yeah, again, just want to see smart play calling and uh, execution by um, our key players. Yeah, yeah. Well, QB Pierce, we will see you next week because we will beat the Steelers. I expect a very positive episode next week. Until then, this week was this is another positive episode. It's good to have a win, feel good, talk shit about at work. Um, so yeah, Browns fans, QB peers, until next week. This has been the Quintessential Browns podcast. I'm Yusuf Ali. That is your other host, Jake Solomon, aka the Stat Man. <laughs> and until next week, fucking go Browns. Fucking go Browns. Cleveland. This is for you. We out.